This is episode 32, how to lead when your boss won't. Mm-hmm. You don't want to miss this. If you know someone who needs to hear this, please do share this episode with them and also consider subscribing to our podcast. Welcome to Z-Rated Success. Z-Rated the podcast to help educators and those who work with youth to help them succeed by standing out instead of fitting in. This, this is Z-Rated Success, and this is Nick ZZ. I am super excited about today's episode. I'm going to cover a topic here today that many educators have shared with me over the years. They've expressed their frustrations concerning this particular topic. They've said, Nick, administration isn't leading. They're not doing what they should be doing. They're not helping us. They're not providing the resources that we need to get the job done. So what should we do? Well, today we're going to cover that. How to lead when your boss won't. How to lead when your boss can't. So let's dive into it today. I've got a lot to share, so I'm going to give you several principles here that you can use in any industry, any field, but I want you to think about what you're facing right now, what challenges that you have in front of you, and cut and paste what I'm going to share with you to help you to lead when your boss isn't leading. Let's dive in. The number one thing that we all have to do is we need to lead ourselves first. We need to lead ourselves first. Very often, we point the finger. We say, well, administration isn't doing their part. Or we say, well, my supervisor isn't doing his part, and so on and so forth. But we've got to lead ourselves first. Lead yourself first. So, Understand this, that you are a problem solver. Leadership is about solving problems. I want you to think about this because any leader that's in a position who isn't solving the problem of their, that, that fits their job description will be out of a job soon. If you have a supervisor right at a store who isn't doing what they were hired to do, to solve the problems, they'll be out of a job. So understand that leadership is about solving problems. You are a problem solver. So as an educator, you are a problem solver. You're in the classroom. You're there. You're solving a particular problem. If you don't do your job well, you'll be out of a job. So keep that in mind. Lead yourself First, think of your job description and expectations. What are the expectations of your job? Are you meeting those expectations? Go over and beyond what is expected to get the job done. If you are not given the resources needed to do the job well, think of alternative ways to get the job done. I'm reminded of the time when I spoke at a teacher's conference and I I did a training uh, for educators and I had asked the educators in the room, what have you done to maximize the limited resources that you have? And one educator stated, well, she thought about writing grants and she started writing uh, grant proposals and she was able to get a grant for 
additional funding for resources that she needed for her students. So you can think of alternative ways to get the job done. Another alternative way is to ask parents for help. Ask students, you can send out a letter to the parents and ask for help. What ways can they help? Uh, There's a, a teacher who've also done this where she asks all of her students to contribute something, supplies, to the classroom. Some hand sanitizers, others paper, others pencils, and so on and so forth. So those are the ways in which you can make things happen without overstepping. And I'll get to that in just a moment. It is unfortunate that your work will be evaluated with only you in mind. And hear me out here. Your work will be evaluated with only you in mind. When you're getting evaluated, when your class, your teaching, uh, the, the progress that the students are making in your class, is, is when that evaluation comes, it's is basically just about what you're doing. It doesn't take into account everything else that uh, needs to be in place in order for you to do your job well. And that's unfortunate. Administration needs to step up. You need additional funding. You need the resources and so on and so forth. I've spoken with educators who've said, Nick, I have a five-year-old textbook and most of the information in the textbook is out of date. We can't use it, but that's all we have at our school. So you want to think of ways to get it done. Now let's go on. I want to speak briefly here about developing your influence developing your influence as a leader at your job. Now, keep in mind that you don't need to be in a position of leadership per se. You don't need to be in administration. You don't need to have that title, but you can still lead. You can be a classroom teacher. You can be perhaps a tutor. You can be a mentor, but there is a way to develop your influence. Here are, here, here's one of the primary ways to develop your influence in any organization. Your credibility is developed through your competence. I'm going to say that again. Your credibility is developed through your competence. People will see you as someone who's credible by the level of your competence. So what, what should we do? Well, we need to become really good at what we do. You've got to become really good at what you do. Your competence will boost your confidence in yourself and ability to make a change. So get really good at what you do. So again, go to the trainings, develop yourself, develop the skills that you need to have in order to be a better educator, to be a better leader. Again, your credibility is developed through your competence. Moving on, do what you need to get the job done. And I know I'm being repetitive here, but it's very important to say this. The main point of of all of this as, as we continue is this, that we have to do all that we can do where we are with what we have. I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. Sometimes administration or leadership won't change. They won't make the changes or they're probably not able to for many reasons, right? So, so what I need to do 
is see what I can do to get the job done so that I can do my job better, so that I can be more efficient in how I, I do what I do as an educator. Super important. So do what you need to do to get the job done. What needs to be done? That's my question. What needs to be done right now? What is it that needs to be done? Is it funding? Is it perhaps more time? Perhaps you need a new curriculum. One educator said that in one of my posts. He said, well, they've changed up the curriculum and we don't have much time. And we're, we're doing, we have the hybrid model right now. We have students in class and some online and it's hard. It's a lot more work. So what is it that needs to be done? What can you do without overstepping to get the job done? What can you do without overstepping to get the job done? Think about this. Think about the answers. Write it down and then get to work. Here's another uh, key, and that is be a team player. Be a team player in any organization. You've got to be a team player. Think win-win. Don't think win-lose, but think win-win. Be a team player. Think of the team. If you win, we win. So you can look at your boss. You can look at administration. You can um, speak to them about it and say, here are some ideas, and just let me know what we can do to get this done. I'm here to help make this happen. So let me know what we can do to get this done. Because again, when you win, we all win. So think as a team player, be a team player. Meet your boss halfway. Think about the overall mission of the organization. Again, be a team player. Now, let's talk about some things that you don't want to do. These are the don'ts. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't touch this. Don't go here. Here we go. Number one, never outshine your boss. Yeah, never outshine your boss. Don't do it because that will stifle your growth within the organization. Never outshine your boss. Don't go over your boss either. Um, So never outshine your boss. Number two, never be argumentative with your boss where you are contentious uh, with your boss. Don't do it. Don't do it. Number three, never overstep taking initiative to do something that administration should have done. So never overstep. Never overstep. So you can speak with administration. If they're unable to do it, think of alternative ways to get it done without overstepping. And here's another key point. Check your motives. Check your motives. Do you have um, any ulterior motives? Your motive is a telltale sign of what your actions represent. Your motives or rather, your motive is a telltale sign of what your actions represent. If your motive is to make your boss look bad or in, incompetent, it may work, but still the wrong way to go about it. So if, if that's your intention, to make your boss look bad, to make your boss look uh, incompetent, then it, that may work. You may get the job. You may get your boss fired. But at the end of the day, it's it's still the wrong motive. 
we have to check our motives, right? We have to check our motives as leaders that if we're if, if we're pushing for the advancement of the organization, of the school, of our team, we have to think about the good, the overall outcome that we want for the organization, the mission. So if my motive is right and I do what I need to do, then some changes can take place, but I've got to check my motive. I've got to check my motive. See, a boss who can discern your motives, your ill motives, right? The, the wrong motives will shut you down as soon as she or he can. Now, let's talk about what you should do. And I'm going to give you some other uh, key principles here, super, super important that will help you. Here it is. Honor the position even if the person leading isn't doing his or her job well. Honor the position that the person is in. Number two, address any issues you have with your boss or coworkers early. Never let conflict or tension fester. So if there's a problem, address it early. Don't let it sit there. Don't let it fester. Don't let it grow and grow and get worse and worse. Deal with the issue head on. Super important. There are educators who have had problems, who have had difficulties with administration. They've bumped heads many times and and never dealt with the issues, the underlying issues, the unresolved issues, the tension, and it just continued to fester and fester until it exploded. You don't want that to happen. So again, address the issues. Make sure you do your part. Make sure you do your part in addressing the issue and then move on. And then finally, here's what you should do. If, if it doesn't change, right? If you've done all that you could do, then here's what you should do. You should think about either transferring to another school, to another organization, or quitting if change is not possible. Now, again, that's the last resort. That, that's the last resort. I'm not telling you, well, because there's tension there, because you're, you're having problems with administration or with leadership that you should leave. No, no. Notice this is the last resort. If, if you feel like there's no way that things will change here, then you may want to consider transferring or quitting altogether to do something else where you'll be more successful in it, where you'll be able to make a greater change or a greater impact in the lives of the students that you're working with. In conclusion, I've answered the question, how to lead when your boss won't or can't. I've shared with you principles, keys, strategies that you can implement today to turn your leadership around to make the greatest impact that you can make in your organization right now. All you need to do at this point is implement, 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 and you'll see how you will grow your leadership, and influence by doing what was shared in today's episode. Thank you for listening to Z-Rated Success. I hope you learned something about standing out. If you are an educator that wants to get a professional development, to get a presentation for your students to help build their self-esteem so that they are not following the crowd, but that they are knowing who they are so they can stand out, please send me an email 
to info at nickzz.com so we can set up a time to talk. I would love to see about getting my speaking program or my best-selling books or my professional development in your school. Thank you so much for listening. And that's a wrap. I'm Nick Zizi, your host, reminding you today that imitation is limitation. Unleash your zebra. If you've received value from today's podcast, make sure to subscribe and visit ZratedSuccess.com for more tips and strategies that will help you stand out instead of fit in. Reminding you today to unleash your zebra. Unleash your zebra.